A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a new thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the new thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is new thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. And today, we're going to have an amazing conversation, as usual. I think so. And you wanted to talk about affirmations. I do. Okay. I do. So uh, you have a little bit of a rant that we heard about <laughs> <laughs> before the podcast started. So just, just repeat your observations and repeat. experiences with affirmations. Okay. So here's the thing. Affirmations is a thing now. You know, you say them, you put them together, or you go on YouTube, and everybody has affirmations, right? From mm -hmm. people who just made them up to the Ascended Masters. They pull stuff out of their books and make affirmations out of them, and blah, blah, blah. And they are used or put forth as though they are magic and say like you can write them a hundred times you can say them play them in your sleep you know get plugs in and play them in your sleep as though they were magic and my last words were they are not <laughs> so they are not affirmations work remarkably well they are tremendously powerful an affirmation at its simplest and most powerful is an i am statement so I am prosperous, I am lovable, I am worthwhile, I am important, I am joyous, or I am happy, or I find wonderful new experiences easily. And those are wonderful things to be able to claim. And it's so much better than claiming stuff that we don't like, like I'm miserable, I'm lonely, I'm broke, I'm et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if we have that tendency of thinking that I'm lonely, I'm broke, I'm never going to get ahead, I'm not good enough, and we start doing affirmations, it has the tendency of counterbalancing those negative and false beliefs that we have. So the affirmations are really helpful in getting the tendency of our thinking to be turned around. So in that sense, they're a really good thing. And there's so much negativity in the world that people have made entire careers out of just doing affirmations. Because if you could take somebody from I am suicidal to I am okay, then that's a dramatic change in their life. And they work, as I've said before, right up until they stop working. <laughs> and the reason that they stop working, and this is not only my opinion, this is also the basis of all of the work that we're doing, the reason that they stop working is because we're using our belief system and we're working and dealing with our belief system. And if we believe that we're not worthy and we say that we are worthy, then eventually we're going to not be able to believe what we're saying. And the affirmation stops working because it's not done unto you. As you say, it is not done unto you. As you affirm, it is done unto you as you believe. And 
what's operating is our belief. So they stop working when we get to an affirmation or a part of an affirmation that we don't believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the psychological part of it. Well, that's how affirmations work. They are psychological tools. But I think it's something, it goes a little further, and that's where I'm thinking these days. To me, they're a reset, a psychological reset, which is mm -hmm. wonderful. you got to have that. But just because the reset has been shifted doesn't mean that things are going to change. Now, you use the example of suicide, and I'm going to set that one aside because that's like maybe an exception. There has to be some activity that follows the affirmations in order to make them work. I don't even like the word work, but, you know, to make them operative. Okay. Yes, we are working in our belief system. For and against us, it works. But an affirmation only hits a reset psychologically. Now you have to do something with the new mindset or the new reset. Like the magic isn't in the words of the affirmation. Yeah, the reset is in getting ourselves into a new way of thinking. And then with that new way of thinking, we'll get a new way of behaving. And that is actually, you're right on target. That's how affirmations work. And we're talking a lot about affirmations and they are different than practical prayer or spiritual mind treatment, even though there are affirmations contained in every spiritual mind treatment. The reason that affirmations come up against that wall and we're able to get through that wall of disbelief with a practical prayer is because we put the affirmation into a different context. We make it a spiritual entity rather than a psychological or mental activity. So the third step in a practical prayer is an affirmation, or it's the realization step. The first step in a practical prayer is to turn our attention away from the stuff that's going on around us, away from my individualized life here, and open ourselves up to the grandest idea that we have about the infinite, the one creative power that created everything. It's God, it's source, it's nature, it's whatever it is that we're calling it. We're turning our attention away from the local and mundane and physical to the spiritual context that it all exists in. So we're turning our attention to God, knowing that God creates everything, knowing that God, you know, 14.2 billion light years across, that's a pretty big galaxy or universe with all sorts of galaxies in it and you know, planets and stars and suns and people and plants and particles and all the rest of that, all created by that one power. It's a pretty awesome unlimited power. In the second step of the practical prayer, or spiritual mind treatment, what we do is we identify that because that one power is all there is, that's what we are. Everything that we are has to have been created from that one. We are in partnership with that one because we have consciousness, we have awareness, we have the ability to use words and to choose. And so from that place of the awareness of the divine, of the true spiritual nature that we are, of that immense power that we're working with, we then make that affirmative claim from a completely different perspective. It's not me sitting down here at the bottom of a power differential hoping that something better is going to happen and not necessarily believing it. This is me being able to overcome any of my disbelief because I might not be able to make this magical stuff happen, but God can. And God and I are on the same team. So I'm turning it over to God and letting God do all the detail work. So then you're connecting the affirmation to God. 
right. the power of God. I'm packing that affirmation in the middle of practical prayer because then I can say the affirmation not as, you know, from my individual human level of I'm prosperous or I'm lovable. I know that God is infinite abundance. And since that infinite abundance is available everywhere, it's available to me. So I'm prosperous. And that's not me claiming that I'm prosperous. That's me and God claiming I'm prosperous. And even if I don't believe it from me, I can certainly believe it from God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still saying you got to get in there. There's our part to do, even with the recognition. Now, let me say this. Okay. Step one and step two, if you're not accustomed to that, if that's not your tradition, that's a big leap right there. Mm -hmm. That's huge leap. So now let's say you've made that leap and you understand the power of God and that I am, God is in me and all of that. And we're wrapped up, tangled up. There's a song that says <laughs> wrapped up, tied up, tangled up. Okay. We're all together. And now I'm making an affirmation or I'm speaking it or whatever. And I know that it is connected to God, the power of God. I mm -hmm. get it. Yeah. But I have a part too. Perhaps. Which is, it? I have a part aside from just making the affirmation and knowing that it's connected. You know, that's the co-creative part that I see. I can't just make the affirmation, just sit there and wait. Not necessarily. Okay. It is possible that you can. Now, I, one of the programs that we run, one of those experiments in the laboratory of your life is the Unexpected Income Club. And this one is just plain fun where people go to the newthoughtphilly.org website and sign up for the Unexpected Income Club. And there's a prayer, really simple, practical prayer that you do every day. And everybody in the club does it. And the commitment is basically, I'm going to do the prayer. And when unexpected income shows up, I'm going to send 10% of it as a donation to New Thought Philadelphia. And the other 90% I get to keep. And people who are in that program don't actually have to do anything other than the spiritual work. Got a message from one of the students this week that a check showed up in the mail, like $180 from the insurance company. And she had no idea why they'd be sending her money, thought it might be a scam, called the insurance company. It turns out that there was, she made a double payment in 2019 for something and they're refunding it three years later. It's like, what? She didn't have to do anything. All she had to do was get into that framework where she was allowing herself to be open to unexpected income. And then for whatever reason, and we have no idea why the people at the insurance company three years in decided now is the time to send her back the money, but they did. So if there's something for me to do, then part of the prayer is for me to be guided and directed to in my next perfect steps to understand which piece of it is just for me and then do that. And sometimes that's required. If we are lost in the woods, then we need to do a prayer for guidance and then we need to start walking because otherwise we're going to be sitting there a long time. <laughs> so we do have to move our feet. And in many cases that's required. And the prayer is going to let us move our feet in the correct direction or in a helpful direction. I'm in the unexpected income club. So I was following your story. Okay. You know, and sometimes it happens. Sometimes it just happens because when we get into that realm, we understand that you can find a $20 bill on the ground 
or somebody can hand you a lotto ticket and have it be a winner, or there are so many different improbable ways that unexpected income can come into our lives that we realize that it's a possibility. And then we activate it with the prayer and that lets the coincidences happen. Okay. Okay. So, and since you've been in the unexpected income club, you have noticed more unexpected income showing up than was before you got into the club. Is that fair to say? It is fair to say, but I would put a comma instead of a period. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the most when unexpected income shows up for me and it shows up when I say regularly, somewhat regularly, then it sounds like it's expected, but it is not. It's mm -hmm. not. But it is, I'm going to say, I won't say 100% of the time. It's going to be like the majority of the time. I have put some energy out in various directions and it may show up and I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, you know. So it has happened like that, that I didn't expect it. But I can't always, you know what, I don't want to say like it's never just happened out of the blue. I'm going to say that most of the time I didn't expect it, but I maybe can track some activity, some energy from the activity. Yeah, that well, you're happened. involved in a lot of things that are gathering support for you. And when the support shows up, then it's a coincidence that it happens to be during the Unexpected Income Club. But you can track it down to, this is why that person thought that giving me money was a good idea. It was this thing that I did at some point. But it's still a coincidence when it happens. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Oh, okay. yes. All right. The second part of what you were talking about is magic. Let's take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about the difference between magic and sorcery. Okay. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni, and we're going to be talking about magic and sorcery. Sorcery? sorcery. Yes. I just heard this yesterday, and it's brilliant. We are not magicians. We are sorcerers, and that is because we are working with source. 
There is one power, one source, and we are sorcerers because we are inviting, directing, and guiding that source to flow into our lives in different ways. So it might seem like magic, but once we understand how the trick works, we're able to replicate it and do it over and over and over again. Okay. And it goes to the difference between affirmations and practical prayers, because an affirmation, like we were talking about before, is a psychological exercise. It's a mental exercise where we are changing the chatter in our head and the words that we're using into ones that are more supportive and uplifting of the experience we want to have. Whereas a practical prayer or a spiritual mind treatment is a spiritual activity where we are turning the entire situation over to that infinite creative power, the source that creates everything and inviting that power to create the newness for us. It is way, way beyond what we are doing individually. Okay. So again, we're taking the affirmations that work with us psychologically because it does. Mm -hmm. And we're connecting it to the power source, which is God. Mm -hmm. And we're letting it go. We're letting it go with gratitude. With gratitude. The gratitude. So the second to last step is gratitude, which is thankfulness. It can be thankfulness for anything, for the good that's already on its way into our lives, for the awareness of the creative process, for the understanding of the technique. We can be grateful for anything. We like to turn our attention to gratitude because that is a feeling of being connected to something that's bigger than we are. When I'm in gratitude, it's like, I'm so thankful that this good thing happened. And it's not, I'm so proud that I created this thing. It's taking us out of our ego because we didn't do it. We're part of it, but we're in the flow of this good that's coming along. And it's really important, especially as we get good at doing practical prayer, that we stay out of ego. Because as soon as I think that I'm creating the weather or I'm creating the prosperity, it all falls apart. Because... <laughs> I myself do nothing. I can kind of see the caution that like I'm pushing for, like the scripture says, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying you got to make sure you know your part is, you know, the works part. You got to do your part. But clearly the part that I'm doing in whatever this is that I'm trying to manifest or hope for is not the thing, is not the power that's making it happen. It's yeah. God making it happen. Right. And we are instruments. We are instruments in the divine creative activity. And we are instruments in the experience that we're having. And we're also instruments in the experience that other people are having because we're all connected. It's all co-involved. So as I am guided to do the things that are good for me, that can be an answered prayer for somebody else because we're all interacting on this human level. And that can lead to uplift for me and for other people. And it's still not me doing that. It is me being guided by that infinite creative presence, that divine intelligence to do this activity that winds up bringing so much good into somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I get it. I get it. I think what I would like is to make sure that we're keeping the connection, you know, between the affirmation, which is me and the power, which is spirit or God, you know, because mm -hmm. we laugh at me being a control freak. And well, I've mostly I've, gotten over that, but yeah. I've got, <laughs> but, and I'm not going to get over it all the way because I don't want to, because I don't think that you should always know that you have a part to do. And to me, that's what, you know, 
I don't ever want to get disconnected from spirit as though right. it's me, right? I don't yep. ever think I ever was, but I certainly did share with spirit my ideas <laughs> of how to make it. <laughs> 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 I certainly did share my ideas with spirit how I think that this could best come out. However, you know, because spirit is busy and all of that business, but... You know, I'm certainly open to Spirit's way of making it work out. Less of that, you know, less of that now, less of that. But I just think it's a two-part game. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. And there are all sorts of other little nuances that come along as well. So I open myself up to the infinite creative power that creates everything to create something new for me and also to guide me in what's mine to do. What steps are mine to take? What activities are mine to engage in? And along the way, what is it that for me to let go of? If there's something that I thought I needed to control, so it's going to come out this particular way, if I let go of it, then it leaves a lot more flexibility for that infinite creative power to create because I'm not sitting there holding on, you know, <laughs> with my wrench in the gearbox. You know, so, and that's a big piece of it. And the other one is we don't necessarily know what outcome is going to be best. So when I am doing a prayer for money, I very rarely include a specific dollar amount because the idea of prosperity is different for everybody. You know, what does wealth or opulence or lavishness mean to you? It's probably different than what it means to me. And maybe I'm not comfortable claiming a life of opulence or lavish or maybe even wealth. But if what I mean is the enough financial resource and enough flexibility that I get to choose what I do with my time, that's different. So it's whatever prosperity means to me, rather than being $100 or a million dollars or $10 million, it becomes me opening to my good. And then what we can do is we say, as good as I can possibly imagine, and even better, this that I have described, or something even better. And the universe is not going to decide what would be better for me, because I think that I want to live this life of flexibility and comfort. The universe is not going to come back and say, no, well, you actually need to experience what it's like being homeless. When I say this or something better, it's not going to be that you know, smack me down lesson. It's going to be the opportunity to experience that enoughness in a way that goes beyond what I was anticipating. It's not complicated, but it's not fast. And when I used the word magic and when we began talking, it's, I think magical things happen, but not Absolutely. in a magic way, you know. And don't take my word magic, you know, because I use that. Watch the magic happen. So magic does happen. And magic, as far as I'm concerned, is when somebody sees something and they can't explain how it happened. That's magic. Yeah. But you I know spent. that it, it's from this point to this point, something happened. It was what I wanted or better than what I wanted, but it happened. And I didn't actually make it happen. Like I had some ideas. I'm thinking about coming to, and I'm really careful about saying when I came to New Thought, because I don't know when I came to New Thought. And I know when I met Dr. Marcioni, but, <laughs> you know, I'm an incredible self-learner. I am comfortable with that. But I knew when I came to a place where I couldn't do any further, 
I couldn't go any further. So I said, Spirit, look, this is what I need. And so I guess I feel like I live a practical prayer. Oh, yeah. I mean, the story of how the two of us came together is just, you know, that's magic. Because I never do Facebook ads and you never respond to Facebook ads. But there we were both on either side of a Facebook ad and a phone call that you didn't believe could happen. And there we were. And that's the sort of thing that if you had been very specific about this is how I'm going to go about doing it and this is what I'm going to do and you just resist it. No, no, I never click on Facebook ads. I'm I'm not going to, I'm going to resist. Something tells you, you click on the ad, you say, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Who's you following your guidance and clicking on the ad. So when we say stuff is magical, what we're saying is that that guidance happens and we take the steps, even though we don't know why we're taking the steps. I actually spent a bunch of time in my youth doing magic shows for kids' birthday parties because I've done everything. And there's this wonderful trick where I, you know, my hands are completely empty and then without doing anything alarming, I'm suddenly pulling a red silk handkerchief out of nowhere. And when somebody sees that, they're like, that's magic. And I know how I did it. So it wasn't magic. It was me using the trick and making it look like I was pulling my handkerchief out of nowhere. And the only difference was that they didn't know how I did it. And that's what made it magical. That's where the magic comes from, is something happens that we don't know why it happened or how it happened. You can use it for a specific thing, a specific... When you think of affirmations, you maybe you want a specific thing, a car, a house, or whatever. Mm-hmm but it also is a lifestyle, I think. And that's what I see when I look at Jesus. You know, Jesus, his lifestyle was practical prayer or whatever, however you want to label it. It had all the parts there. And so it's more than just something that I want to do in the moment. It's something that I want to live. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus is a wonderful example because Jesus lived in those first two steps of the prayer. He at every moment knew that there was only God. And he at every moment knew that he was a son of God, an expression of God, an extension of God, a representative of God. And so since he was living those, he could just do affirmations. Lazarus rise, boom, and up comes the guy. And he also didn't need to do a specific gratitude or release step because he was always in gratitude because that was his spiritual practice. So he'd say the affirmation and release it and be done. Now, I've been able to do that a few times. You know, somebody will ask me for something and it's obvious to me that it's going to happen or it's already in the process of happening. And so that's the affirmation. I can do that because I can see very clearly that the infinite is already creating that. And whenever I'm working with somebody, I do the prayer and I do all five steps and sometimes all seven steps because I want to make sure that we're in partnership with that infinite creative power and root out any of the doubt or the disbelief. Let's take a break and when we come back, we can do a prayer for something as wonderful as possible happening for everyone. Get inspiration in an instant. God calls are the gentle and uplifting moment of truth to help you remember that the bright light of God's love is shining right now as you. It's your God call with Reverend Bill. Start your two-week free trial today and you'll get a phone call four times a week from Reverend Bill 
with an uplifting half-minute message filled with insight, wisdom, story, and fun. Let your light shine. You can answer the call to listen to it live or let it go to voicemail so you can hear it later. After the free trial, your subscription is just $5.95 a month. The details are at godcall.org. God calls are disruptive, intentionally. Whenever you write something, put on a gold star. They take you away from your routine to remind you about the truth of who you really are. They come at random times between 8.15 a.m. and 6 p.m., so you won't be expecting them. And somehow, the message is exactly what you need to hear at the time. Magic is loose in the world. It's a moment of motivation in the middle of your day. Find out more and start your two-week free trial now. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. We're going to do a prayer, and this is going to be a generic prayer for everyone who is listening, but it's going to be specific for everyone who is listening. So what we're going to do to begin with is choose the area in our life or multiple areas in our life where we wish to have some uplift, some change, some enhancement. And that way it can be different for everyone because when I reference this particular area, we all know what we're talking about. And what we're going to do is we're going to invite in the best experience that we can possibly have and even better. And there's also going to be a piece in there where we're going to invite guidance and commit to following the guidance because knowing which steps to take and still sitting there saying, no, I'm going to let God handle it. It's like, no, God gave it to you, then it's yours to do. (laughs) So go ahead and bring to mind whatever area in your life you'd like to have some uplift. And it can be any area at all. It can be about health and physical wellness. It can be about money and prosperity and our wealth. It can be about relationships either with our beloved or with our family or with our coworkers or with our government. It can be about our creativity, the work that we're doing in the world, the way that we're sharing ourselves and our gifts. It can be about an event or an activity or a program or a hobby. It can be about our spiritual practice and deepening the awareness of our spirituality. So go ahead and take the opportunity to pick an area in your life where you can imagine it being better. And close your eyes to the details about the way that it's been looking, the way that it's been working up until now. And come to an understanding, a feeling of what it's going to be like, what you're going to feel like once you're having that next new experience. What are you doing? Who are you with? And what are you wearing? What's the temperature of the air? What are the circumstances and details that let you know that this new experience, this new level that you're desiring has come about. Let yourself accept that as your felt experience. As we turn our attention to that infinite creative power that creates everything, call it God or spirit or nature, call it the big bang, call it the big happy coincidence. It is that one from which everything is created. In the beginning, there was only the one and it has been sharing itself and revealing itself and unfolding itself and displaying itself as all of its creation ever since that first moment of creation. Everything is that divine essence taking its own particular form. That includes me. That includes each one who is listening to this prayer. That includes all of the activities and experiences that we're involved in, including those which are even now on their way to coming into being. 
So knowing that this infinite creative power is creating everything and creating each of us, I invite that power to create this next new experience of uplift, individualized for each of us, bringing about that feeling of success, of completion, of uplift, of joy, of harmony, of alignment, of peace of mind, of having all of this good come together. And I know that this good is unfolding for each of us differently. There's no force in the universe that stands in the way of this. There is nothing that can keep this from happening. So this good is underway now, as good as each of us can possibly imagine, and even better than that. This is an infinite power. It has no limits whatsoever. So we let loose any limits that we might have put on it in the past and open ourselves up to the good and settle into a feeling of thanks and gratitude for this good that's already on the way. Thankfulness for the wonderful new experiences that are unfolding for us even now. And so with gratitude for all of this good, I speak this word and I release it into the creative law that has created everything. And I know without any question whatsoever that it's now creating this for each of us and for all of us. And so I let it be. And so it is. Amen. I expect some calls and emails about the good things that are happening. Absolutely. I was right in there. The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at NewThoughtPhilly.org.